What's up, everyone? I'm Iman. I'm Siham. And we are Pharaoh, and you're tuned into Power your portal dedicated to the rise, awakening, and balance of the divine feminine energy that lives in every child, woman, and man. Power is the divine feminine energy and the divine masculine energy coming together as one within ourselves. That is how we heal ourselves and, in turn, heal the planet. Yes, and this episode is deprogramming and depression. Let's get into it. Okay, so I know deprogramming and depression, it sounds so like scary and like, like a really serious um, episode. It is, but it's, we're also going to make it very lighthearted because these are sensitive things that we are experiencing, have experienced, and you know, the whole point of power and why we're doing this podcast is so that we can help each other, so we can grow together. A lot of people are experiencing different spectrums and levels of depression, and we're creating this episode to ease you through it and give you guys a little bit of tips and, ex- and, and things that have helped us through times yeah. that have been difficult for us. Let's tell everyone, what is the, the clinical definition of depression? So depression is a serious and pervasive mood disorder. It causes feelings of sadness, hopelessness, helplessness, worthlessness. Depression can be mild to moderate with symptoms of apathy, little appetite, difficulty sleeping, low self-esteem, low grade fatigue. Um, it could be even more severe, like a complete breakdown. Um, you know, our bodies will go to lengths to get our attention. So like we said, depression, there's like a spectrum and um, people are experiencing different levels of depression. Yeah. And when I think of depression or just times that, you know, I've experienced it or my sister has or it's people that we know, it really just is a disconnection from who you truly are because the depressed version of ourselves, that's not who we truly are. Right. We don't have clarity when we're depressed. We, we're not ourselves. That's right. And just to get you guys, because power is a spiritual portal we created as well, depression also has an emotional spiritual, spiritual root, just like we explained like in the last episode, moon cycle. You know, the, the, the pain from the moon cycle has a spiritual root as well. So does depression in any physical ailment that, um, that manifests. Depression is us not letting go of the past, recreating the past in our minds over and over again, trying to get to the bottom of what what happened in the past. And I'm going to give you guys a little, CM has her own experiences. She, I I think she'll have like a quick story she'll tell as well. Um, But an experience from a relationship a while ago that was very difficult for me, but that was the first time I experienced um, lack of sleeping, which is a symptom of depression. There was a time I couldn't sleep, I want to say maybe like two months straight. It was very difficult for me to sleep. I've never needed to take medication for things like that. And I needed to take sleep medication and it did not work. That is what led me to, you know, figuring out, you know, the emotional, spiritual route. The relationship I was in was was very difficult and it ended. And it was one of those things like it wasn't a good relationship for me, but it was like I was in that angry place where I was trying to get to the bottom of why the relationship ended when it wasn't a healthy relationship for me to begin with. But every night I couldn't sleep because I was replaying the relationship in my head. I was replaying what went wrong, why I wasted so much time in that relationship. It took so much of me. I gave up, like, you just literally beat yourself up. And it's like, how can I go to sleep? I'm recreating what happened, trying to get to the bottom of it, and I'm getting angry again. And you can't go to sleep when you're angry or really, really sad. So that's why, like, even, like, sleep medication, whether it's natural or you know, prescribed, it, it wouldn't work. So that was just one experience of mine where I experienced a level of depression and it was from a personal relationship, you know, and, and what helped me with the deprogramming of getting out of that cycle I was in, I had to decide that 
hey, I'm a worthy person and that relationship was not good for me. When I actually like had a moment of clarity and looked at what was going on in the relationship, why did I want to stay? It was like my ego trying to hold on to the relationship of like, oh, what, like, oh my God, he thinks he can do better than me. How can he just like waste my time and take something from me and then go leave me and like cheat on me or whatever the situation is, you know? You feel like somebody, somebody took something from you and took your time. When the truth is, nobody can take your time. Every experience, like that's why I'm he- I've, I've healed from it now because I know nobody can take anything from me. I always have the power and I bring that back to myself, you know? This is a human experience I had with somebody else. Even if it was a difficult relationship, it was a mirror for me at that time. As she grew as a person, the types of people that she was attracting also changed. doesn't mean that it was perfect, but the things that she had to work on within herself mirrored back to her in the type of people that she was attracting. So, you know, in that relationship, she was dealing with a different set of battles. And then in the new one, she was dealing with, you know, love and, and, and great things, but also other battles that were mirrored they're right. mirroring back to her. Exactly. Yeah. So I think um, I want to talk about deprogramming for a second because it correlates with depression. And it's like those symptoms that I was feeling, what I was able to deprogram was, okay, so this relationship I felt like took so much time and so much from me. I had to realize, okay, time, time. Time is a societal construct. Yes, it is. We all should know that. So, for example, like we know that. Yeah, it's 3 o'clock. We all know, like, if we all need to be somewhere at 3 o'clock, we're going to be there at 3 o'clock. But what I had to deprogram was the, the idea that time is running out. I had to really believe that I'm a spiritual being here for a purpose, you know, getting back to the spirituality of things, and realize everything's happening in divine timing. And once I started to really believe in that, I realized nobody wasted my time. That was a human experience I was having. And, you know, obviously... It didn't mean like I needed to struggle or stay in that relationship that long. It was an experience I needed to have, basically, without trying to get to the bottom of it. And you grew as a person and you leveled up. Yeah. That's what happens. I'm so much stronger now. And I've actually mastered that energy, that vibration. And when I say that, I mean like whoever you ever like lived with, a relationship, even if it's a job, you've lived at that place or that with, with that person. So you know that energy very well. And if that was an uh, experience that wasn't good and you got out of it and you healed from it, you know that vibration so well that the next time somebody like that or a situation like that comes around, you already know it. It's too familiar. And you're just going to walk away from it. You're not going to allow that to come back into your life. So that's a superpower in itself. Yeah, 100%. So I'm never going to ever, I will never attract a relationship um, that is... Just like that ever again. Whether it was uh, emotionally abusive, any, any type of relationship that's not healthy for you, any relationship that doesn't allow allow you to be your authentic self and you have to be something else for them, you're already outside of yourself. And when you're outside of yourself and compromising yourself, it's, it's, it's very easy to fall into depression because you get so disconnected from who you are. Yeah, even in the last episode, we talked about enduring. Let me, let me just start, start talking about enduring because I feel like I'm a, or was, I was a master of enduring. Mm. I, was, I was so good at it. I was in a relationship. Uh, it was quite a long time. Very long time. Very long time. Uh, over like five common years. Law. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let's not even talk about it. But anyways, there was so much enduring happening in that relationship because I always knew I was stronger mm-hmm. or 
I guess so I thought. But just that, that idea that we're so strong that we can endure anything. Just being in that relationship, I, I endured so much. Once I left, I realized how much darkness I took away from that like, relationship. You never know how much you've absorbed until you leave the situation and you're just like from the outside looking in. And it's like, there's so many feelings I've never felt before. And I'm just like, what is going on with me? Like, I felt completely disconnected from myself. And that's what enduring does. Because, you know, you, you endure, you practice it, you get good at it. Mm. And you just stay in a, in a situation that you know is just like, just bad for you. Bad for your health, bad for everything. Exactly. And, and CM, because you knew you were so strong in that relationship, yeah. you thought you could vibrate for him. Yeah. She thought because as a natural healer that she is, she saw his beautiful moments, his moments where he was his best self. And then she saw a lot of his darkness and she thought she could heal that for him. But the truth is, we can only be a light, a catalyst for somebody's healing. We cannot heal somebody who does not want to heal themselves. So for her, she thought she could vibrate for him and like force happiness. Up. And it didn't matter how happy she was for, for herself. Somebody like that, it would annoy them. Her happiness annoyed her, which is crazy. She annoyed started, him, yeah. <laughs> she started to dim her own light. My bad, that's what I meant. Yeah. She started to dim her own light, her own natural high-frequency happiness that Siham always is, so that she could make him feel a little more comfortable. Because that's what it is, right? No matter how happy of a person you are, no matter how, how joyful you are, when you're around that type of energy, there's, it's one of two things that happen. They either come up, to meet you where you are or you go down to meet them where they're at and a lot of times when you think you're so strong that actually works against you because you're just like oh you know what I could go meet him down there for a little bit I can go hang out there mm -mm. and just you know um, um, go there with him when he when he wants to just be whack and negative absolutely that narcissistic energy yeah. I know all of us have have experienced that type of energy but it's like me going down there and, and not being not being me, not being my authentic, happy self, the more, the more you go down there, the, the, the more comfortable that place becomes. You, and, and you don't even know it. It's gradual. It happens slowly. It's like, oh, okay. Uh, we're, we're, just, we're just hanging out in, in, in this basement for, for the day. Oh, it's just twice a week. Oh, it's just four times a week. And then little by little, it's like you start thinking the way that person does. You start saying the things that they say. You start feeling negatively towards the things that they feel negatively about. And it's like, oh my gosh, I never, I never even felt this way before. Why do I feel like I'm not good enough? A lot of times we think we can hurt ourselves and that's what we're doing. We think we could stay down there so long, the, the basement yeah. you're talking about, like just going down there, making those, often, those visits often enough to try to make that person feel comfortable and you try to bring them back up to this high frequency happy place and you can't even bring yourself up you how can't. how you can't it and was like some days I was just like man I'd feel good and then I'd go over or, or he'd come over or we'd be like just somewhere and it would just be like I would just start to feel bad and I didn't even I like I wasn't even aware of it most of the time yeah it yeah. just it was just like so normal and even even he noticed he would be like wow seems like every time um, you're away from me, you're, you're happy. And whenever oh you're with me, you're not, you're not happy. And I'd be like, no, what do you mean? What are you talking about? But he was 100% right. 
know, at the time I didn't realize it, but that situation, that relationship was a huge mirror for me. It was like the things that I was feeling inside that maybe I wasn't brave enough to admit to myself, he was mirroring back to me. So him feeling like I wasn't good enough when it came to, you know, certain things. I've, that's how I truly felt inside. Right. And those, what he mirrored back to you were your greatest insecurities. Yeah. And of course, it's obviously when, you know, these, when I say we have these human experiences so that we can become our greatest versions, our strongest versions, right? Obviously, it wasn't a fun experience she had. It was a horrible relationship she was in. But because he was such a huge mirror for her, she was able to have to like deal with those insecurities and be like, well, I why, do I, face it. why do I feel this like less about myself? I didn't even, you know, he brought the, the awareness. Yeah. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Even if it was a really, really hurtful and just crazy, crazy, crazy just process and relationship. Yeah. I'm glad I can laugh about it now, but it's... Because he it's, heals from it, sis. Yeah. So walking away from that relationship, all of those feelings that I felt about myself, that, that low place I was in, it was just like, man, I had to deal with all those parts of myself, all those ways that I felt about myself that he was just like mirroring back to me in the most extreme way Absolutely. just so judgmental so critical about the things that I was insecure about and people people feel that yeah yeah people it, will, will 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 try to exploit it too people can read your energy you don't have to be saying it and I just want to get back to right depression and deprogramming why we even put these two together and why we felt like this was like the episode and the, the, the two topics we want to discuss so we just talked about two stories. I experienced levels of um, depression and like couldn't sleep for like two months. And it was because I was trying to get to the bottom of why the relationship ended. But really, when I think about deprogramming, and we talked about that earlier about, you know, like a societal construct is time. That's something that I, my sister and I have deprogrammed, remembering that I'm, not, I'm on nobody's time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that just kind of correlates even deprogramming the idea of success there's a societal construct of what success is everybody has this idea of when they're supposed to accomplish what they want to accomplish at a certain time whether that's by you know a lot of people say by 30 a lot of people you know say, say by, by 25, 25. <laughs> it's like everybody has a has a different standard right but just that whole concept and the concept that my time has passed oh my god oh my I, that is literally a form of depression. That is a state that my time has passed and I cannot accomplish what I want to accomplish because time has passed and I waited too long and that I'm too old now. That is crazy. And anybody who's thinking that right now, I don't care if you're 18 or you're 49 or 70 years old, you're still here on planet Earth. Oh my God, you're still here. You're tapped into it and you still got all the powers. You can do this. You can do anything you want. Whatever we desire, we cannot suppress it. The truth is, as long as we're alive, our dreams are going to haunt us. And it's so funny because it's like, why would dreams haunt us? I always felt like, you know, you can never run away from your dreams. Because even, you know, as, as kids, we weren't allowed to sing. We weren't allowed to even really listen to music. Right. For people who are tuning in who don't yeah. know us, um, we're Pharaoh and we are Somali, uh, former refugees, Muslim. So our cultural yeah, background. We're singers. We're singers. And <laughs> in our culture, it was, never, it was never encouraged for us to express ourselves creatively. So a lot of our friends are shocked that we're professional recording artists. So just a little tidbit. The point is, even as a kid, I never thought that this was a possibility. Neither one of us did. We never thought this would ever be our reality. It wasn't something I could run away from. Went to, went to school, did, did, did everything we were supposed to. Still couldn't run away from it. 
It never, that, that, that desire never dies. You know, as Iman said earlier, depression is a spectrum. You know, some people, it's worse. Some experience it for varying lengths of time. Mm-hmm. So I want to get into something called momentum. Yeah. And I believe that has a lot to do with just how, 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 how bad it gets. Yeah. How much momentum we have with these thoughts that we're carrying inside of us. Like when I talked about enduring and being in a situation, like the longer you're in a situation, the more momentum that you're, that you're creating that, with that feeling that, that you're stuck in, mm-hmm. that low feeling. So, you know, if you feel that for a couple of days, for weeks, for months, for years, like those feelings carry momentum. And I believe that has a lot to do with how, how we heal. Yep. Because some people, me included, you know, with childhood trauma, some of these feelings that we carry with us from childhood up into adulthood, it's like these feelings now have, have this energy that they're, they're more powerful because they, have, they had more momentum. Mm-hmm. You've given so much energy to these feelings that it just grew and grew and grew. And my whole point to say all that is to say that it's okay if your healing doesn't happen overnight. There's no, there's there's no, no time. time. That's, yeah, back to that. There's no time allotted for your healing. But just know that every single day that you have a desire to get better, it gets better. Somebody that's close to me was talking to me the other day and they felt like their, their depression wasn't getting any better. And I began to inquire more about that. And I'm like, okay, so, so when you say that, like, what do you mean? I'm trying to like fish for more information. And then by the end of the conversation, that person says that they, they went from having like a, a depression that spanned six, six months to them now getting over these negative feelings in five days. That's, wow. that's, a, that's a big, 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 big difference. Yeah. But that just goes to show that sometimes even when we're having that big, that big transformation, we don't, sometimes we don't even notice it. We don't notice that, that, that it went from six months to five days because in that moment, it doesn't matter that, it's, that it takes you five days. You just want it to be gone right then and there. Yeah. And when you're in a place that low, you don't have any clarity. So, so your mind, you're not, you can't even grab, you can't even reach for those feelings that'll, or those positive affirmations that'll tell you, hey, this used to last six months. Now it's only lasting five days. Look how strong you are. Look how much better you are. Look how much you're mastering this. I like to talk to myself. <laughs> it really helps me. But I'm always being kind to myself because as like a natural healer, I'm always healing other people. I'm always, I'm just so intuitive. I know, I know the right things to say to people. I know exactly what's going on with people. It's a gift. I literally can feel people's insecurities, which is why sometimes I just like always tap. I always have to tune into back into myself because that's how I drain myself. But because I'm so gifted at that, I needed to learn to do those things for myself. Like I was so good at um, uplifting and complimenting and showing so much love and pouring into other people. I was like, I got to really get good at doing that for myself. So now, before I get out of my bed, before I even make my coffee, before I'm, you know, engaging or even thinking about my dog or life and work, I'm literally thanking myself, appreciating my body, being kind to myself, like literally saying a great rising to my body. Like, how are we feeling? How is our sleep? Like, and, and just know that your own voice, your resonance is the most powerful for you. This is actually scientific. Our brains recognize our voices 
the best because they're our own. So if we say negative things to ourselves, our, look, we absorb that even more than someone else saying it to us. If speaking positively to yourself doesn't, doesn't help, try recording it mm-hmm. at a time where you feel great and then play it back to yourself. Oh my God, I love that. When you, when you don't feel good. We've done that before and I've done that for a friend too, yeah. Just to get back for the, to the scientific, um, uh, to the science behind it all, our brains really, really do receive our, our own voices the best. So why not program ourselves with our own voices? Right. It's the most healing. Like me telling myself I love myself, that I'm, I'm, I'm perfect. And you were about to say this. You actually did this for a friend of ours. Yeah. You, you did it. You did it for her when you felt like she couldn't find the words. But you know what? I reminded her in, in, in like the voice message. I reminded her who she is at times. She couldn't remember who she was. But then it was like remembering that put her back in that frequency. And then she started doing her own. Yeah, that is, it's like it's your own resonance is the most healing. And that's why, oh my gosh, I just, I remember the first time we ever recorded a song. I thought we sounded so crazy. I'm just like, this is my voice. Oh my God. Oh my God. I, was in I the can't booth. sing. I'm so horrible. First of all, I was in the booth for three days and I felt, like <laughs> I, I felt like I could not sing. And I was just like, I cannot believe I sound like this. Okay. But also there's just, it's normal. And, and I know for everybody out there, the first time you hear, you hear your voice back, it's so like cringy yeah. you don't even want to like listen to it but but just imagine that you're you feel cringy about your own voice just hear and feel how crazy that is because you that have your own voice like, makes you feel that way and it's like this is your own unique frequency in the entire universe that you're a part of you are like this unique like me there's no other me there's That's nobody so cool. else that has your frequency yeah it's just me y'all and then there's y'all and your resonance your voice yeah it's so, amazing so our own voices are healing guys our own voices are healing to ourselves so don't ever be afraid or feel cringy about your own voice learn to love it when you learn to love your own voice yo you could program your brain to believe Anything you want it to believe. Absolutely. We're so, you know, it's, you know, it's crazy, guys. We just got to get back into ourselves. We're so good at programming our computers and our devices and our phones. Don't we, what well, we never think about programming ourselves with all the loving tools that we already have within ourselves. Um, you know, so CM said something really great when she was talking about momentum. So I think that correlates taking off some of that, you know, momentum from ch- childhood trauma or adult trauma, soothing yourself, being kind to yourself using your own healing resonance to heal yourself is how you let go of that momentum because the momentum is just, you know, you know, for me, just that, repeating that, the same things and, and the, the, the same, same story. Feelings, yeah. yeah. The same story that, 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 that effed up relationship in my head is replaying and I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. So I'm now I'm back. I'm back there again. I'm back in that depressed, depressive state. One thing that helped both of us. Yes. Is the saying you can never get to the bottom of it. You can't. You, you'll never figure out why that person did what they did. You'll never figure out why your best friend was a shitty person. You'll never figure any of these things out. It doesn't matter. And the truth is they only did these horrible things because they're so disconnected from their true selves. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is just us from a healed place having compassion for those people. Because her ex, who's in a de- depression that he wasn't even aware of, didn't even realize he was dragging her down. And it was only because he wasn't in a good place. And when we're so disconnected from who we are, we're, 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 we're very hurtful to the people we love. Yeah, so momentum. Let's take some of that negative momentum we've built from all the trauma by soothing ourselves and loving and 
being kind to ourselves, being very patient with ourselves. Um, so that's what I do every day. I don't, I'm not, I don't bully myself anymore. A lot of us are bullying ourselves, and I just, I, I don't do that anymore. Anti-bullying to your damn selves. That, that, that needs to be a campaign. Absolutely. I'm, because I'm, I feel like I've always been kind and nice and respectful to others, and I was just like, wait, what about me? That's just as important, if not the most important. Because if I don't have anything to, if I don't have love I'm pouring into myself, I ain't got nothing to give. Um, so, yeah. So, and the, another thing that I felt like um, really, really um, connects with depression is anxiety. So, I feel like I've, I've experienced different levels of anxiety. I feel like it's very common. Um, CM, has, CM has also ex- experienced levels of feeling anxious. Definitely. Yeah, and I wanted to, just like I said, um, the spiritual, emotional root of depression is like, you know, holding on to the past, being in the past. Anxiety is being too much in the future. So when I realized that and we received that information, we were like, whoa, that makes perfect sense. It's like right now, like me and Sia might have the greatest idea, like it could be a song idea, some dope idea. We want to get right away, get started creatively because we're just creative creatures. But then all of a sudden we're thinking about this person and getting this person involved in, and, and maybe we're even thinking about money and we're thinking about all these other future things instead of just like the idea that's being built right now. Sometimes we put too much on ourselves and it's all future things. So this is what healed us, being in the present. So it's like the idea was inspired. It's a great idea. Even if it's a crazy, like huge, huge idea that might need a lot of funds, just knowing that you received the idea is gift enough. Your ideas are valuable, y'all. Just, just as a side note, yo, do you know how many rich people, very, very wealthy people we've met that have no ideas? Oh that my literally goodness. don't have any good ideas. And I'm just like, <laughs> they're just waiting to, to invest in your great idea. Because they, they ain't got no ideas of their own. And that's why me and CM walk around like billionaires. I feel like a billionaire. Do I have the physical billions in my account? No, but I feel like a billionaire vibrationally. And that's all you need to feel for you to receive that type of energy. I love that you said that, CM, because um, we also have been around a lot of wealthy people that are not happy. So you also know we can all just let go of money being the ultimate happiness. But also, let's not, I, this is also random, but can we not think of money as evil anymore? Actually, too? It's, it's, it's not, it's actually, not it's random. Not, yeah. no, it's not random. I'm sorry, guys. This is what we do all day, talk all day. <laughs> but a lot of us, and this is something, this is deprogramming. I also felt like money was the root of evil because that is a societal construct in itself. I don't, somebody, it's just like a, it's like a, a, a thing everybody's saying all over the universe. Money's the root of all evil. And it's like, no, it's not. Money's abundance. There's a lot of people who have a lot of money and do not feel abundant. So money's just a tool. And why do I hate a tool that's very helpful? Yeah. There's, there's just, there's, you know, people with good intentions and people with bad intentions. We need to just separate those two. I believe we all came here on this earth to live our best lives. Yes. There's no, there's enough, more than enough for everyone. Even though there's a, there's a, a energy of lack going around where there's not enough of this. So we must take from other people to have enough. Yeah. No, there's enough for everyone. Yeah. It is our birthright. That's what we believe. We are spiritual beings here having this human experience on planet Earth that is very abundant. So um, you know what I say every day? I say I'm infinitely supplied. I literally talk like that all day. I'm always taken care of. I believe it is my birthright, and I'm always taken care of. 
And I just really believe that. You know, people say that all the time, like everything's always working out for me. People repeat those things and say, all is well, all is well. Everything's always working out for me. The most benevolent outcome, that's me and TM's favorite line, the most benevolent outcome, because that word, I don't know if there's a higher frequency word than benevolent. And when I say that, I promise you, I find that parking spot. Everything's the most benevolent outcome for me. And you know what? We have to say these things to ourselves because for so long, it's just so normal to hear people be like, well, don't get your hopes up. Don't, uh, the other shoe's going to drop at like, some point. Like we're so, as a society, we're always uh, beating the drum of negative sayings. Like break a leg. Like who the, the fuck wants to break a leg? Like don't say that to me. Like we never. I just feel like I'm replacing so many thought patterns, so many just beliefs yeah. that I didn't even know I had. Just you, like every day, just in, in conversation, I'll, I'll say something and I'd be like, man. Why am I saying that? Do I even believe it? Oh, my God. You know what a perfect thing is? Me and CM, all week we've been staring at each other and laughing when we say the word, like, deserve. I don't even like that word anymore. Yeah. So so we're going to break it down. I don't need to justify why I want something. You hear me, CM? No longer. Like, I tell (laughs) her, I'm like, yo, check me when I try to be like, no, because I deserve it. I earned it. No. You know what? I feel like I've been working too hard my whole life. I'm in a state now of allowing things to come to me. I've been working too hard. And, I'm, and, I, and I believe everybody's been working too hard. That's the honest truth. Now, I'm just like, deserve. I just laugh. I'll just be like, no, I want this because I want it. And it's okay. To just want something because you want it. I don't need to explain why I want this. I'm done explaining myself. A lot of us get irritated and angry with ourselves just for explaining ourselves. Do you know how draining explaining yourself is? Like especially because we're explaining ourselves. The whole reason we're even explaining ourselves is because we're trying to make someone else understand Why we simply want something. Why we just want something. But if, you, if they were aligned with you, you wouldn't even have to explain. Yeah, I, so basically I have, um, I have so much more energy these days because I don't explain myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to get back to anxiety real quick. So anxiety, the emotional, spiritual meaning of anxiety and anxiousness. Um, it's too much in the future too much in the future and not enough now. So what's healed me and CM, uh, like I was saying, is being in the present. So just appreciating the now. Everything's happening for you. Even when it feels shitty, I promise it's happening for you. Like in my day-to-day, like now, I'll just be like, okay, just even for example, like walking my dog. Like sometimes like I'll be like, my dog's so stubborn. But really, my dog is like in, in flow with nature. Like my dog is not following societal constructs like my dog does not give a shit about what time it is what humans think or anything like that you have to go to work like in five minutes he's like nah i'm gonna take my time yeah a dog is just like i'm living on earth you know like i'm supposed to be abundant with water and food it just expects this natural flow and we're supposed to be like that as humans too just expecting goodness and And i'm so tired of people saying don't expect i mean expectations aren't good don't don't ever expect something good hell no I'm going to expect the best every single time. I'm expecting the most benevolent outcome. And the only time that that thought might scare you, the idea that you're going to expect the most benevolent and the highest outcome for yourself and just stay there, is sometimes it doesn't come fast enough. So we get scared and we, we give up and we get mad at ourselves and we get sad. But that's that, that's that societal construct again, the time. Like, whose time? Who said, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like you know, the idea that some people look at us and are like, Y'all should be millionaires by now, right? Like, I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm just letting y'all into our world because I move like a millionaire, but I'm really not yeah. right the second, but I believe that it's unfolding. You know what I'm saying? But it's just how I carry myself. And I really believe we all have that energy within ourselves. 
because I continue to soothe myself and pour love into myself and I'm kind and patient with myself and I'm not, I'm, I'm on my own timing and my divine timing and looking for that inspired action, everything just unfolds for me. And, but the minute I start tuning into, oh my God, we're supposed to be doing this. Oh, we should have done this. Oh man, this is what, when, when I start thinking about what other people think or, or societal constructs again, that's when I get into anxiety or depression. Think about it. It's either the two spectrums. And, and, and I could speak from that because I've experienced both. Um, so I just feel like, yeah, I really just hope like these words help everybody out there. And if, if, if they do, you know, we're going to have definitely more episodes about this. And you know something that, just to end it off, I feel like we're kind of wrapping up this episode. But something I read a while ago, I honestly can't remember where I read it, but it just really connected with me. And it was talking about flowers and how it doesn't matter at what stage the flower's in. It's always, it's always beautiful, and it's always inspiring people. Even when it's not in its full bloom, wow. it's always beautiful. And that is the same with you. It doesn't matter if you're not exactly where you want to be, but every step of your journey, every part of your journey is beautiful and inspiring to other people. That's so and beautiful. And until, you're, you're never, you're never going to get to where exactly you want to go, because once you get to, where you want to go, you're going to want to go somewhere else. There's another, always, yeah. there's another journey unfolding. There's another level that you want to reach. So it's never over. Just know that starting today, if you have the desire for your life to get better, it will. It's going to go up. Just start with your desire. Yeah. That's it. That's what soul health is, what we were talking about even in the first episode. Go with our feelings. And I just want to remind you guys that our, our souls are always guiding us, are always sending us notifications of, hey, hey, this feels really good. Let's stay here. Oh, my God, let's milk this. This is what we should be doing. Oh, 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 let's, let's, let's fall back. You know, it's kind of like a little GPS telling you, you know what, let's not make that left. It's not really, it's not really aligned with us. Just know that you have that powerful guidance within yourself. You don't need to ask questions. You don't need to fear anything or anybody. You have your own GPS. Use it. Oh, my God. You really do. And you came here on a unique journey on planet Earth. And just know that you can't make, you can't make a wrong turn. It'll always reroute you. Oh. It will always reroute you. You know, on a GPS, you make a wrong turn. It'll be like rerouting, make a left on this other street and get back on your, on your course. That's exactly what happens with you. Even if you, you're just like, you'll fuck everything, <laughs> basically. Yeah. And you just go off the rails. But you come back, your GPS is always going to reroute you, and you always into, come, onto your path. And you always come back stronger on your path, and too. better. Yep, it's, you're always, the path's always lighting up for you. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of deprogramming and depression because I felt like we really need to deprogram a lot of shit from our minds and our brain to really understand our feelings even. Yeah, so, so just, just think about your belief systems and the things that you want to just remove from your life. It doesn't matter if everybody in your school thinks that or everybody at your office thinks the same way. We got to just allow people to find their own path. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we love y'all. You know, this power her. You know, <laughs> balancing the divine feminine and the divine masculine energy. And that's something we continue to do every day in, in our art, in our life, in our love, in our family. So we clearly don't know how to end our podcast, but... <laughs> Um, our episode yeah we um love you guys again and um we're excited for you guys to tune in next week um for uh, awesome should we tell them what the episode is gonna be it's called angels and aliens okay y'all we're gonna really get into it um we literally have experiences and we cannot wait to share it with you guys so you want to tune in next week love y'all bye peace